Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews renowned spine surgeon, Dr. Ken Hasraj. They discuss how his experience and research led him to create Lift Meditations for Back Health and his book, Watch Your Back, Nine Strategies to Reduce Neck and Back Pain Without Surgery. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have Dr. Ken Hans Rush. He's a renowned spinal surgeon and has come on the show today to talk about posture and meditation for back pain. So welcome to the show, Dr. Ken. Thank you, Gabby. It's such a pleasure to be with you. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm super excited because these two things really kind of mesh with me and my uh, profession. So with Pilates and personal training and my field, posture is so incredibly important and that's what we work on every single day. So I'm really excited to talk about this. And you as a spinal surgeon, have kind of taken your career and your knowledge and done something a little bit different. And you are doing or have done research um, a little bit differently with your book that you created and the five forces. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So I, I was busy being a surgeon and we were really busy. And so uh, I came from an academic background and I wanted to do something to help humanity, insane as it is, that's crazy. What a what a premise. We wanted to help the world, and so we're busy operating and we're busy surgeons. And so then we started doing studies. So first we did the Texnex study. So the Texnex study says, hey, when your head is straight up, it weighs ten pounds and incrementally increases at fifteen degrees, twenty-seven pounds of force on the neck. And it's 60 degrees, 60 pounds of force. Well, we use the highest level mathematics called finite element assessment. And this study was received. So it was, it was broken. The study was broken by CBS Good Morning. And when, they, when CBS Good Morning released it, something amazing happened. Instantaneously, it, the study went global every single television channel on the planet carried it every single online medium every single newspaper so for example i was coming home and i got a call from abc and i said um they said we want an interview and i said sure uh, let's schedule it they go no we want an interview now and so and then they said we're the australian broadcasting company and so what they did australian broadcasting corporation what they did was they did an interview and they released it on every single Australian and New Zealand newspaper, uh, magazine, uh, radio. I mean, it went just global. And so we were surprised that we did. We did help the world. But it's so the, the message is to keep your head up. Yeah, posture. So what are the five forces that you studied? Because obviously we know that 
people are on their computers. People, I tell I tell the people all this all the time. You know, the the things that we do the most, we're on our phones, we're on our computers, we're driving. So we're constantly forward, forward moving or forward, uh, forward rounded shoulders. So posture so important to keep your shoulders back and keep your head up. But what are the other four forces that you studied that were so important? So we we developed, you know, we were we were playful. We were not the world's greatest scientists. We were just <laughs> playful. Mm-hmm. We uh, my team, we wanted some New York Times and L.A. Times and we wanted some presence in the world. And when we got it, it came with a price. It was amazing. What happened was almost every country restudied our data and we're going, oh, my goodness, that's not what we counted for. And luckily, we uh they said yes. It's indeed the uh, it's the it's correct. And the toughest was Der Spiegel in Germany. I was they called me and they said we're having problems with your data and we're going to resend what we said to our readers. And I'm like oh no. And then they studied it again and I learned the difference between pounds and pounds of force, right? And so we're really talking about pounds of force, not pounds. And so, but our study was accepted globally. And then incidentally, and maybe accidentally, and definitely playfully, (laughs) we found out that we have an amazing model, a finite element model, which was battle tested globally. And so we started studying other things. And so we did breast forces on the spine. You can find this data online and with breast forces on the spine, what, what we studied was, and it's actually easy, because every the mass of every breast size is published. And so my team, we imported the breast masses per size per commercially available size for US and UK. And then we applied it to our model and we got the force. So I think like a 36D in, in a uh, woman, obviously, is uh, wait, and today you have to be very careful. A 36D and 36D. <laughs> 36D is about 28 pounds of force. And I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but when you lean forward in poor posture, it's about 34 pounds of force. It's 1.4 times. So we did breast forces on the spine. The breast force study got a few television pieces and so on, but it didn't really, I mean, didn't really, people around the planet are not really, are not really, uh, comfortable discussing uh, this area. Right. So Gabby, then we did the uh, backpack forces on the spine. And so with backpack forces on the spine, we hit it out globally again. CBS News came in and they interviewed uh, a young girl who was suffering with posture. And we showed how she got over it with pelvic stabilization and uh, training and and really strengthening the core muscles of the spine, which you know all so much about. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, she got over it and she was able to carry her backpack of 40 pounds. But CBS News broke it and that was another global piece. And we found that one pound in a backpack weighs seven pounds to the spine. And when you lean forward 20 degrees, that one pound becomes 12 pounds. So. An American soldier carrying 100 pounds on his backpack daily for hours, an American soldier, when he carries 100 pounds, it weighs 770 to the spine, and then it weighs 1220 
when he leans forward like that. And so that was our third study. The fourth study we did is about to publish. It's called Belly Fat Forces on the Spine. So the Dallas Heart Study has data with uh, belly fat masses per waist circumference size. Can you imagine? They did a study with thousands of people and they recorded the masses. Now the guys are really, really nice and they made their data available to me and I'm thankful to them, but I don't believe that anyone can really use the masses. What can you do if you have a 28 waist and 32 ounces of, of belly fat, right? So I'm really grateful. That doesn't sound very grateful. I'm really grateful to my, my, uh, my colleagues. And so especially Ian, Ian Nealon was sweet. He just helped me so much. And so we converted, we took their masses and we applied it to our finite element assessment, which is the kind of mathematics that you would use for designing a space shuttle. And then we came up with the exact forces, like you can say, hey, if, you're, uh, if you have a 50 inch waist, then you have like typically like 90 pounds of force or eight 12 pound bowling balls. And incidentally, which is amazing, we found that we didn't find, the Dallas Heart Study found that different ethnicities have different profiles of fat. So black people have more fat than white people and Hispanic people, for example. And so that, that was found, and I'm very careful stating it. And so then when we converted the masses to the forces, then that became amplified and it certainly is shown that different ethnicities have different fat content. And finally, we, we did a study that's not yet published in, in which we, everybody tells you that you should, and I'm sure you tell your clients, lift close to your spine, right? And so what you're doing is intuition, which is the smartest and you know what a mom would say, and which is still the smartest. But we use mathematics to say that when you lift close to the spine, when you lift an item close to your spine, it weighs one half times the weight to the spine. And uh, 45 degrees out, it's two times the weight. And if it's 90 degrees out, it is four times the weight. So those are the studies we did. I'm so happy to have done them. And they're such a contribution to people everywhere. Yeah, because we don't we don't realize how much of an impact on our spine we're making when we're just doing our daily activities, when we're just doing work or sitting at a computer. And especially now, now in this Zoom world where we're sitting at a computer all day long and not standing and not walking, we're really creating poor posture every single day and not doing anything to counteract what we're doing with leaning forward and the force that we're putting on our spine. So yeah. it's that's what's causing a lot of people, I'm sure, terrible back pain and neck pain, shoulder pain that can be can be counteracted. You, there's a lot of exercises and a lot of meditations, which we're actually going to get into that you can do to help 
with back pain. So you created this uh, meditation series um, for back pain. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your meditations? It's called Lift and you created it and called it Lift for a reason. Can you tell us why? So we created Lift, my producers, Jay and Greg, uh, they're both doctors, um, and Joe Dispenza, uh, Greg Knowles, and Jay Fallon. These guys are celebrated. I wish to just take a moment to thank them for allowing me into the studio. These guys are really, really celebrated, Grammy-associated guys. And it was truly a love that led to the project of Lyft. So the project of Lyft was, the project of Lyft is, a, an effort uh, to help people who lift every day, one, to understand how much they lift. So Gabby, you would be amazed, right? So the guy that delivers a Federal Express package for you, the minimum he's doing is a thousand pounds a day, thousand pounds a day times five days a week times 50 weeks a year. It's minimum uh, a million pounds a year. But more than likely, he's doing uh, he's doing 1.5 that for six million pounds a year. So the guys uh, they're doing between one to 1.5 million pounds a year minimally, and there's a magnification factor in terms of the day. And so the lift who am I meditation helps you to quantify. If you're a regular person, you're lifting like 18,000 pounds a year. Just lifting the laundry, things like that. But then there are magnifiers, Gabby, there are magnifiers. So when you lift an item, there's a magnification force to the spine. And so the first meditation, which is lift, who am I, uh, helps you to understand how much you lift every year. And it helps you to understand what is good posture. So you try to reach everyday people that do everyday things. And like I said, you know, in our everyday work, we are lifting even even just laundry, not not the UPS driver, someone that works at the grocery store or someone that works at Ikea or someone who is doing just everyday things is lifting. I mean, me who teaches Pilates and owns a Pilates studio, I'm lifting every single day. I lift between five and 20 pounds every single day of my life and you know that's at six seven eight 20 times a day you're lifting and not even thinking about it it's not something you consciously think about so when you're doing these meditations what exactly are you focusing on to reach people when when they're doing these meditations what is your what is your goal to to get people to focus on when they're doing the meditations. So Gabby, in, in the studio, you work with people to understand their posture and you work with people to tighten their posture and you work with people to engage their posture. My meditation, especially lift my daily routine says, hey, there is an urgency here. This is serious stuff. So I say, hey, you're out there lifting all day. If you're a lifting person, you're, you're lifting millions of pounds and generating uh, a multiple of millions of pounds to the spine. 
So you need to protect yourself. I say, you're going to lift more than an NHL hockey player. You're going to lift more than a professional athlete. So you need to warm up like an, like an athlete. You need to think of yourself as an elite athlete. And the good news is, Gabby, uh, and my message, we chatted yesterday. My message is your message. It's incremental, a little bit every day, and it adds up so much. It's just, that's exactly what your message is. And so I say, hey, look, if you're going to be an elite athlete, you need to do five things in 10 minutes every day. And so you need to do breath work where you do deep belly breathing at least five times, engage the respiratory system and the abdominal muscles and start to talk to your core muscle even before you're lifting. Then I say you need to do stretching, right? You need to stretch the neck, the back, the hamstrings. So we go through a protocol for another two minutes. Then totally in line with what you're saying, I say you need to do some strengthening. So if you do 25 push-ups a day, you go, that's nothing. But 25 push-ups a day, 250 days a year, is 6,250 push-ups or sit-ups. And then I say, if you're going to plank one minute per day, that's four hours per year. And if you do four hours of planking over a year, I've seen this in the office where we have, I, I could tell you a thousand stories, right? We see patients come in. Uh, let, me, let me tell you my best friend's story. My best friend came in with his brother and his brother's really jacked, really big muscles. And my best friend, he was an, an athlete at one point, but he's not jacked. And so we got the MRIs looking at their spines and we're looking at their psoas muscles, right? And so you're looking at the psoas muscles and the jack guy has a really skinny psoas muscle hmm. and the really muscular, the really, my, my lanky friend, Jeff, uh, I'll send him this link. My lanky friend, he has- He'll love that, I'm sure. <laughs> amazingly massive psoas muscles. And so my point to you is we've seen it over and over and over. With a year of planking, a minute a day, you can double and triple the size of your psoas muscles, which is really, truly hope, which is so amazing. So you're getting these great big shock absorbers ready to lift. So we say you need to do strengthening. And then I recommend some aerobic activities, you know, some high knees, some running in space and some butt kicks, right? It just gets you going early in the morning. And then my, my fifth uh, recommendation is um, I recommend for people to think of a one half hour vacation. So my protocol, which is 10 minutes a day, right? And it adds up over a year. It's like the best 10 minutes of your day to prepare your body for a long life and slowly become an elite athlete. And so you do breath work and you do stretch work and strength work and aerobic work. And my half hour vacation, I haven't allowed you to chat yet because I have a great story to tell you. <laughs> so I submitted, a, I submitted a sketch to Saturday Night Live and uh, they did not respond. <laughs> They're probably going... Who is this guy? <laughs> and so, so uh, I submitted a sketch for, so in my, my half hour vacation and in my penultimate meditation, lift, what do I do daily? I recommend for people 
to take a half hour daily in the middle of their lunchtime and sit in quiet, turn off all cell phones, turn off all electronics, just sit quietly and engage sunlight, daylight, fresh air. So my scene for Saturday Night Live was a trucker, right? He, he goes, I like this. And so he pulls up, he parks, turns off his cell phone, opens his windows. He's enjoying sunlight and daylight and fresh air. And then the camera's panning out. He's parked on the George Washington Bridge with <laughs> helicopters coming in and cops chasing him. But um, that, that's my skit for him. Sorry. Maybe they'll pick it up now. Maybe sometime. Maybe yeah. someday. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, I think people underestimate how little bit of a time it actually takes to do these meditations. I think people think it's, you know, an hour long when really just even five to 10 minutes a day is beneficial. Even just five to 10 minutes a day of planks, not planks, you don't want to, you don't have to do 10 minutes of a plank, but you know, just doing, you know, a few sit-ups, doing a planks, doing push-ups and doing it every single day or just five days a week adds up over the course of the year to create strength, to create better posture, to create better core strength, to alleviate stress on the back and not have back pain. That it's a very small amount of change that can create huge results. And uh, I think people really underestimate that for sure. So. Can anybody do these meditations? Is this for advanced people or is this for anybody, anybody off the streets that wants to start doing meditations? So before you go to anybody, right? And everybody, which the answer is yes. You know, I, I just, um, I want to give you, I, I'm hogging your interview. So I therefore wish to give you an opportunity to tell me how you use posture in your studio, please. How do I use posture? Oh, everything we do is posture. Um, everything that we do when we do Pilates is concentrating on keeping shoulders down, keeping the neck back. A lot of people, when they are doing exercises, start to creep the shoulders up into their ears or uh, protrude their chin forward when they're doing an exercise or tuck their, tuck their um, shoulders forward. There are some exercises where we do have them tuck the chin to chest and curl forward, um, but we try to do exercises that are also extension of the spine to counteract a lot of forward head movement. Um, so anything that we do when we're doing anything, when we're supine, we have them make sure that they are, they're either um, in a neutral spine or they're flattening the spine. We'll do pelvic lifts or pelvic curls where they're articulating the spine. So everything we do in Pilates is concentrated on the spine and movement of the spine. So as I continue to interview you, why don't you, <laughs> why don't you tell us what is neutral spine? I'm sure your people want to know about it. What is neutral spine? Neutral spine is the natural curvature of your spine. <laughs> so what your spine is supposed to be in a, in a natural curve. So I, I, I tell people not, you want to get into good posture, right? And certainly your neck has a belly shape and your belly has a belly shape and your mid back has a reverse belly shape. Mm -hmm. so you want to get into good posture, but you don't want to be stiff. Mm -hmm. You want to really enjoy it, get into a good posture. 
and take a deep breath. That is the most efficient position. So actually, speaking of good posture, before we get back to um, if anybody can do this, you did say yes, but um, you consider yourself or your team, the world posture master. And you told me a story about you as a child and sitting in good posture. And I think that's what a lot of people think about when they're doing meditations. Can you tell us a little bit about that story and posture and how you started um, meditation as a child? So let me uh, address the title world posture master. I don't think anyone else is running for it but to say it would get you a thousand comments. So I would like to say that I'm, I, I am a worshiper of posture. Okay. I'm in service of the world and people. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, rather precocious to say world posture master, even yes. though we've said it. Yeah. So, but I, I'm, uh, so I'd like to, I, we love the title. Our team loves the title, but we disclaim the title yes. with great love. Yes. Let me, let me tell you a story. The story you're chasing is um, I was a young boy and my mom was, um, I had this funny story. You know, I, I, it's, as I get older, I start to appreciate my dad more and I, you'll understand why quickly. And so my mom, I love my mom. I love my mom. And I would sit in, uh, in prayer with my mom. We had a prayer room and she would make me listen to those words. <laughs> She would make me sit in the lotus position with a straight spine and breathe in through one nostril and breathe out through the mouth and say the mantras. And the way she would make me do this, uh, in, uh, in Indian culture, there is a really religious plant called the Tulsi plant. And the Tulsi plant has medicinal, uh, medicinal values that are incredible. But um, the Tulsi plant can also be peeled back to make an amazing whip. And so, <laughs> so with my mom, right with my mom, I would sit there and I'd certainly be in good posture. And certainly I would say the mantras, the way the monks would or the, or the people that dedicate themselves to finding God, right? You say the mantra, you take a deep breath and you say, you know, Om Namah Shivaya or, or whatever you say, or if you're a Christian person, you would say Om jesus like that you know i'm not mm -hmm. trying to convert anyone to yeah. anything but um that's the technique for finding god but um so that's written and described that's not me I, i'm i'm not i'm no monk um anyway <laughs> but anyway i i would do it in great posture and in great position because my mom had a tulsi whip and uh, I, I honestly, I don't think, you know, I really engage spiritually with the meditations. I did not. But later I found that uh, their studies, it was 2011 out of Harvard, Britta Holzel, Holzel, H-O-L-Z-E-L, did the first study. It was amazing. So what she did was she took people that meditated and she, people that don't meditate, and she put them in an MRI scan with functional MRIs. And there is plasticity quickly in six weeks. They found their subjects that brain changes, which is neuroplastic brain changes. And so over time, I've come to realize that with the intention of meditating, you can sit back and in, in, uh, in beat up gym clothes and 
but your feet on, on the table and your head back and your arms spread out and you're in any position. And if you're meditating, the brain changes, says the MRI scan study, and that's positive neuroplasticity. So what you're saying is that it doesn't matter how you meditate or if you're completely in it or if you are in the lotus position with the spine straight, no matter how you are meditating, the intention of meditation, meditation beginner or advanced creates brain changes. Certainly, right? Certainly the yogi in uh, Himalayas that's trying to find God would certainly say, hey, look, there's only one way to get close to God. You know, lotus position, chanting his name, absolute isolation. But I, the studies, the MRI scan studies are showing that everyone can benefit from meditation. Sure. And if your but, goal is not to get close to God and be in the Himalayas, that's not, you know, that's a whole different story, right? You're, you're just trying to de-stress <laughs> yes right yes so, be thoughtful be thoughtful i guess yeah i mean your intentions are completely different so back to you know circling back to the question is yes any person can do these meditations and if the intention is there then the change will come and the meditation will help because the intention is there so please allow me to state, you know, so I, I went, when I was creating these meditations with my dear Dr. Greg Knowles, uh, he is amazing. These guys are amazing musicians uh, based out of Juilliard and professors at Juilliard. They're just incredible. But as I was creating the meditations, I would ask my patients, does this help you? And I would test it with my patients. And so one patient said, uh, he was uh, he was a truck driver, and he said, "No one ever has told me that planking is going to help my day and help my lifting every single day. No one has told me that. Just that one piece of information is so valuable to me, doctor. That's what he said, and I was touched by that." Yeah, I think it's it's important for people to know that it doesn't have to be all in or all out. And I, you know, we did talk about that yesterday. It's it, people think that they have to be CrossFitters or they have to be in the gym every single day for an hour. Or I think the, the rhetoric on exercise is definitely changing. And, you know, I'm here trying to change that and, and, and meditation as well is that it's, it's, it doesn't have to be so overwhelming that you just don't do it because it's the small steps and it's the little things that add up over time that make such a huge difference so yes even just a plank for 30 seconds and you can do 30 seconds a day or 30 seconds twice a day which adds up to a minute you know and they have these little challenges where it's like 30 day challenges and you start with 10 seconds, then you do 15 seconds then you do 20 seconds then you do 30 seconds and, and add from there. And you can go all the way up to, you know, a five minute plank in, in 30 days. And it's just kind of that doing that every single day kind of clicks in people's heads. Like, Oh, I can do this every day. What is a minute every day? What is one minute out of your day? 
People and patients are looking for ancient secrets right there. If someone says ancient secret to help with back pain, well, the big ancient secret is, well, engage the core muscles, engage the psoas muscle 30 seconds a day. And before you know it, it's like, you know, you use it, you use it, it gets stronger and stronger. It doesn't take much to stimulate it to grow. And then over a couple of months, you're like, oh my goodness, I could feel my core when I'm lifting and when I'm moving. Well, what I say to clients all the time is that people are trying to reverse something that you do every single day. So, oh my, you know, my shoulder hurts or I have carpal tunnel or I have, you know, issues with my knees. Well, you're doing something every single day, every day that's causing whatever this is to happen. So you have to do something every single day to reverse what you're doing every single day. It, it only makes sense. How do you, how do you stop something from hurting or stop something from being injured when you're doing something every day to re-injure it? When you're sitting at a desk or when you're on your phone every single day looking down every day, and let's say you're on your phone two hours a day. You're on your phone two hours a day looking down at your phone every single day. And you're doing nothing to reverse that. You're going to start to slump over. It just is. So the mathematics behind the formula is, you know, two hours a day, which is uh, some kids do four hours a day. So right. if you so if you're doing two hours a day, seven hour, 700 hours a year, which is an amazing amount of hours. So my meditations is about bringing care and deep thinking and thoughtfulness into your life to protect, preserve, and to boost your spine health. Yeah. So you said, um, we talked about brain entrainment. I wanted to touch a little bit about NLP uh, in case people don't know what it is. Um, what exactly is that? And you do use that in your meditation as, as well. So the, we talked about really um, transcendental meditation, lotus position, either a mantra or no mantra, just sit, sitting, listening to your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then certainly um, before we get to NLP, there is a strategy which is taught by my bestie. When I found out about him, I called him up and I said, you're my best friend for life. A gentleman named Maury Zelkovich, and he does brainwave entrainment. And so what he does is he uses uh, phones on the ears. And so the right ear will send a message to the left brain, and the left ear will send a message to the right brain. And so typically, we are very worried left brain dominant uh, people, and our left brain is dominating the situation, the right creative brain the musical brain has no opportunity to express itself. So Maury uses brainwave entrainment, which is when he uses audible sounds. So on the right ear, he'll send calming messages to that crazy upsided left brain. And then on the, on the left ear, he'll send messages to the right brain to turn up the amplitude. And I can tell you my favorite track for him is Eden Wave. When you do Eden Wave with Maury Zelkovich, it is, uh, it, I mean, it just 
It sets me right emotionally. It's, it's an amazing track. And so the next step is then NLP. NLP is a strategy, which is neuro-linguistic programming. And so just to be completely honest, we use it as a design, uh, not so much for the true neuro-linguistic recommendations, but it's amazing. So in, in the NLP, what, what happens is there's a center channel, right? The, the speaker speaks to the center channel of the brain. And that's me, I'll, I'll, I'll say in this, I'll say, uh, the world has a problem, they're heads down like that. And then in the right ear, which talks to the left brain, uh, my producer, Dr. Greg Knowles will say, when your head is straight up, it weighs 10 pounds. And when you lean forward, it weighs 60 pounds and like that. And then in the left ear is, um, is the calming, motherly, beautiful voice of Dr. Griffin Hansraj. And she says, I'll try to imitate her. I'm sure she'll listen to the interview. So, uh, <laughs> she says, keep your head up. Uh, be careful where your head is in space. Um, you know, bend your knees when you lift. And she gives all of these beautiful healing advice. And so NLP says, NLP really says you have right ear and left ear, you have these voices. And when you use a center channel, it bypasses the subconscious. I don't know if we did that because we, we didn't really have right ear and left ear going at the same time, the center channel at the same time. We used it for the NLP effect. Mm -hmm. So I would say, this is the problem. And then you would get, these are the mathematics. And then you would get, and these are the solutions uh, sequentially, not at the same time. I think it's a beautiful effect. So if people are looking to find these meditations, where would they find them? Uh, wherever songs are sold, wherever songs are sold. So uh, if you find, if you search for lift meditations to boost back health, it's, it's wherever songs are sold. We're, we are, I'll send this interview to Audible. We're working with Audible to list us on Audible. That's coming next. Okay. But it's on so Amazon. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's everywhere. Okay, so lift is what it's called. Yeah, lift meditations to boost back health. Meditations to boost back health. And if anybody wants to find out more information about you, they can go to drken.us. Yeah. Okay. And uh, is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with today? Anything else you feel that is important they need to know? Um. So... I would say, please check out the meditations. Uh, they're, they're, they're nice. Um, they allow you to be deeply thoughtful and how you carry your spine through the day. And that will help you. You know, posture is incredible in, in feel good. And posture, proper posture is a weapon in augmenting your body and in augmenting your, your uh, let, me, let me share one more story with you. I was just skiing in Aspen and I met a coach who spent 32 years on uh, embracing posture as you ski. And he says, you keep your head up and you look straight out on the horizon. And then you turn left and you turn right with your head and your body follows. It's very gentle. But then he told me that professional ski athletes use the head up, look way into the horizon because they get that one-tenth of a second view advantage, which is what it takes to win. So 
proper posture is incredible for your health and, and your performance. And I would say, check out the meditations. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I will um, post some links in the show notes and some great information. I love it. I think posture is so important. Uh, Joseph Pilates himself said the age of your spine determines your actual age and not that number of years old you are. So posture is very, very important and the spine health is very, very important. So thank you so much. Uh, if you're looking for meditations for back pain, lift is the way to go. And uh, you can also find his research for the five forces as well. You can look that up also. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is great. Excellent. Thank you everyone for listening and we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you would like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes and on Gabrielle's website at www.destinationfitcations.com. Visit to keep an eye out for upcoming fitcations. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.